The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Six. It is Monday, the Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Uh, your Oilers back in action tomorrow taking on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, that's right. Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then they take on the Capitals That's on, a tough uh, Thursday. They really have had a tough oh, first. Oh, the Nashville again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, uh, what are we, 0-13 or 0-14 mm. with Nashville? To say they have a number is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Well, I know we do two hours of Oilers now, so you don't... You don't need to get you into don't need more of it. I think the Oilers have done better than I anticipated they yeah. would, given the schedule. Yeah. And they've they've played better. There was well, just a real lack of offense over the weekend. And, and then the Eskimos were very disappointing on the weekend. Don't even get me going. I'm just, that's what I'll say. Yeah. They were very disappointing on the weekend. Now they're on a, on a bye week. Don't play again until November 3rd. Their fate lies in the hands of other teams. That's now. right. Yeah. In a year in which we're hosting the Grey Cup. I know. That's the bummer. Yeah. I wonder if that was a bit of a... I won't say it. When Morley gets here... Morley's not here. We have he's not here, right? week. It's a bye week. The boys get oh, their week that's off, that's right. right? That's They're... right. We were texting each other yesterday mm. back and forth with theories. Jason Moss called a field goal on a first down situation mm-hmm. when they were down by 10 points with the clock running out, and he was just asking me my opinion on whether or not I would have kicked that field goal. And... It's not as bad a decision as, do you remember the Western Final, where I, I still to this day cannot justify kicking that field goal. But I just looked at it, well, yeah, you do need both. So, you you know, but I think at that point I would have gone for the touchdown mm. um, only because if you're going to be left with needing one of them, get left with needing the easier one, which is the field goal. <laughs> But I do understand Moss's reasoning that, you know, you can eat up the clock trying to get that touchdown. Crazy game in the NFL yesterday. It was the the was it the Ravens playing my Saints and it got down to um the, well the Ravens needed to kick to win. Mm. The guy has not missed a career extra point. <laughs> and he missed oh, no. the career extra point and we no. won, which was the look on his face was there were well, memes. Sports, there were right? memes within like two seconds of what just happened. But yeah. Anyway, that's that's the that's the amazing thing about that game. It's just um and I think it's one of those ones, you know, even the Oilers come back last week, down four one, coming back mm-hmm. to, to win that. That's Exciting. what that's what keeps us going and that's yep. what, you know, keeps us holding on. Yeah, there's blowouts and there's crap and there's all that sort of stuff. But it is in those moments when you see, you know, these great plays or you see great personal fortitudes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. That's what the amazing thing about sports is. Oh. Uh. Indeed. I, anyway. Listen, I mentioned off the top of the uh, show that I went to see Halloween over the weekend, right? So the game wasn't over when the 11 o'clock, you know, we had to be there mm-hmm. at whatever, 10.30, right? But it was the <laughs> VIP theaters. So I watched the first two periods. <laughs> and then Carol and I jumped in the car, drove to Windermere, uh, to the VIP theaters there. And we walk in, and you know they've got big screen yeah, all over the TVs place. everywhere. 
playing basketball. Like I walked in and I just looked around and the guy was like, hi, first time to the VIP theaters. And I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? I wonder if someone said turn it off because we're PVRing it though. Maybe. They ended up turning it on for me down at one end, but it was like, there's that much interest in basketball, is there, in Edmonton when we're playing Nashville? But okay. Oh, I'm pretty sure no. None whatsoever, uh. to be honest with you. Um, I don't. Do you want a really unusual story, sure. or would you like to bite into something more meaty? Yeah, go for it. Um, you hear of theft, and you know, oftentimes theft is a uh, crime of opportunity. Somebody's walking along, the door's open, and they grab something out of your car. Or maybe there's uh, something in the back of a pickup truck, and somebody goes, hey, there's nobody looking, I'll grab it, right? So there's been a theft of that nature uh, down in the United States, Kansas City. Uh, the Kansas City Star reporting. And, and this will have to go down as the strangest thing anyone's ever stolen, at least in 2018. There's this uh, inflatable colon. Yeah, that's what I said. And it's, it's like this thing is so big, it's like a cave when it's fully inflated, and doctors can walk through it, and, and it's a display piece for teaching non-medical personnel about colon cancer. So you, you walk through it, and they actually give you a tour of a colon, and they point to the problems. Um, it's 10 foot, 150 pounds. It's pink inflatable. Uh, it belongs to a nonprofit group called the Colon Cancer Coalition out of Minnesota. So what they, they like I said, they ship it around the country, and then they have you, you tour this thing. Uh, so it was in Kansas City for one of these conventions over the weekend, and I guess they deflated it and put it in the back of a pickup truck. To I'm be guessing taken. that they would have had to. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can't walk around with that. So they deflated this uh, coal and put it in the back of a guy's pickup truck, Kansas City, you know, and somebody else came along and stole it. So they wouldn't have known. Did they? Oh, they stole the pickup truck, not the No, no, they the actually colon. stole the load. They, they stole the, the, the inflatable colon. So until they inflate it, they're probably, I mean, they might have been guessing. I wonder what it is. Could it be a pool? Maybe it's one of those big... Maybe it's a kiddie pool or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a great big inflatable tire maybe guy. A, like a big pink flamingo. It, maybe it's something I could use at my kid's birthday party. Oh, like, God, it's oh, a jumpy house. It's a jumpy it's house. It's probably a bouncy castle, yeah. So until they inflate to it... tie those down. And, you know, I'd almost like to be there to watch them inflate it. <laughs> as, you know, as this uh, criminal enterprise uh, sits around and trying to guess what it is. You know, you start to inflate something, you go, oh, look, I think it might be a snowman, right? Well, maybe it's a pig. It's pink. I wonder what... Yeah, it's possibly a pig. A unicorn? Yeah. <laughs> what is that spot? My guess would be that they could totally inflate it and still go, the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, University of Kansas are hoping that once the thieves realize what it is, they'll return it. Uh, but until then, police are on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> What's the stupidest thing that's ever been stolen from you, Jedville? The dumbest crime that you have... Uh, been a part of. Maybe someone just broke into your car and took a couple of toonies out of the change jar or your you know, your Birkenstocks out of the back seat. What is it? Yeah. I mean, because sometimes, I mean, it's I, I'm notorious at our house for always locking doors. I go around and lock the doors mm -hmm. all the time. Lock, 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 lock. And uh, Coach was coming home the other day and I locked him out. He says, why'd you because the man door from the garage, you lock the man door. He says, but you, you knew I was coming in. I said, but 
I couldn't remember if you open or close the door, so the door had to be locked. Anyway, long story short, he, he, he gets ticked off at me for locking everything because at one point in his life, he left all the doors open. Yeah, there was a time I did that too. Yeah, all the doors, and, and that changed about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not happening anymore. We lock things, and, and we lock things up tight. But when you turn around and go, okay, what was stolen? I just put some new lanterns on the front step, and now I'm reconsidering that because I'm afraid someone's going to snitch that. Just as, you know, walking by someday, oh, what's that? I'm going to take them. I think your lanterns would be safe out at the ranch. Why is that? Well, because you can't walk to your place. You pretty much have to have transport. And I can't imagine anyone would go to the trouble of driving all the way out to your place to get a pump. Well, like maybe someone in the neighborhood. Yeah. Do you have kids in the neighborhood? A few of them. Yeah. Not a whole lot. I mean, I'm afraid to put my pumpkin on the front stairs because I'm I'm afraid it might get snitched beforehand. Uh, There's a difference between senseless and stupid crime. Like stealing uh, a 40-foot colon is pretty stupid. Uh, (laughs) Senseless is like vandalism and, you know, stuff like that. We were like, well, what was the outcome that you were hoping for on that just to ruin somebody's day? Or, you know, people who break into a house and then spray paint the walls or whatever. Like, ah, thanks for ruining my day. You know, or do... My car has been broken into and Mm. more than once, twice, I think, actually, that I can recall in the last 10 years. And and both times I left it unlocked. So I can't even Mm -hmm. say broken into. It was stupid on my part. But sometimes they do steal the oddest things. Like, they stole one time out of my car the owner's manual. It's like, really? What what? What are you going to do with that? And my only guess would be that perhaps they own a similar car and lost yeah. their manual and they thought, well, while I'm here, I'll get a manual for a Jeep. I remember here once, and I'm not going to go out and get too far into it, but uh, someone someone had a picture of Billy Joel on their desk and it was snitched. It was. It's like, really? I know. You, a, a picture of Billy Joel, you're snitching a You know, I've got, I've got three albums of Neil Diamond on my desk. No one's touched them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> a ball no tire off my bicycle. Oh, um, a yeah. ball tire off my bicycle. An old English teacher of mine in high school, Pete Lavarado from the Eskimos, had his house broken into. He had some Grey Cup rings and a sock underwear drawer. I guess the thief rooted through the drawer, ended up taking some of the underwear, but left the rings there. Oh. oh, my goodness. We had two light bulbs. Light bulbs stolen off our porch. Got a doorbell camera now. That's from Cher. Yeah, we've had light bulbs stolen. Who's stealing light? Why? Well, we've had Christmas light bulbs stolen. Your big blow-up Santa hasn't. No, but nobody took a big, well, you know. It's not the size of a colon, but it's pretty big. So that would be... You would think the thing you would steal there would be the the motor that inflates it. That would be the only thing of value. But yeah, we had a porch lamp... Or not lamp, but light bulb taken once. It's like, who was so desperate for a light bulb that they were like, nah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go over to that neighbor's house and take their light bulb. <laughs> my, uh, my husband witnessed two teens sneak up our walk and swipe our Saskatchewan Rough Riders gnome. He was living, he was in the living room in his boxer shorts and it was raining and ran out of the house in boxer shorts and rain and chased them down the street in his shorts they, while well, they fell. And then the teens pitched in. Pitched it into neighbor's bushes. Yeah. And hopped, hopped into, into the waiting, waiting car. car. Oh, that was oh. a pre-planned crime right there. The rider's gnome lost his arm from Swan Hill. Someone took fire extinguishers out of the truck box and blew them off inside of the trucks. Oh, that's just being a 
a hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in university, someone broke into my car and stole my school bag, which only happened to have textbooks in my notes. Zero value of the criminal, but cost me a ton of time to borrow and copy notes from classmates. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hmm. What a dumb crime going on out there. My husband is a hunter, and we had three stuffed birds and a couple of deer heads stolen from our basement. They left all the stereos. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, you've uh, increased somebody's vocabulary. What? Snitched, as in inform on someone, as I Google this, and I see that snitch also means to steal. Who knew? We always say swiped around here, says Patches. Yeah, snitch. Sometimes you snitch things, too. If we've, you know, helped one person today... Add a word to their vocabulary. Snitched is the word of the day. My old army boots, dirty and smelly. They left their worst boots behind my tent. (gasps) You know, somebody took my sneakers from a house party in the last year, and it's all friends, right? And you you go to leave, you're like, well, wait a minute, these aren't my shoes, right? They're not even similar, but there's a pair of shoes there. You're like, okay, I can understand maybe you had a couple of drinks, right? And then you got the shoes wrong, or maybe you own a similar pair mm. and you thought you wore them that day. But don't you discover at some Sooner point? Sooner or later that yeah. it wasn't yours? And they would have to be there was exactly an entire, my size. There was a Sex in the City episode about that. Really? Uh-huh. That's why very I never ex- heard of it. Very expensive shoes, too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago, we had our beater car stolen. When we got it back, we found a bunch of gouges in the ignition from whatever they were jamming into it. Joke's on them. The ignition was broken, and they could have just turned it without a key and saved them all kinds of time. Do you know, Dummies. a couple of people have pointed this out. Now, I've learned something today. Hey, Andrew, the only people that steal light bulbs are people who use it to smoke meth, meth with or crack. They take the light bulb break it, then they use the bowl of the light bulb to heat up their drugs and smoke it out. Uh, That's just Mm. a heads up. I didn't know that. Hmm. I had my 20 horsepower outboard motor stolen off my boat last spring. That burns. Yeah. That's not a dumb crime, but that's just an inconvenient Mm -hmm. crime. And then you have the friends, you know, that show up and steal things from your house as a joke. Well, I knew the gnome thing would uh, get your mind working around that. Well, I still have an Easter egg, Easter, Easter Island, Island head. head, yeah, that was Ken Franchise. That was from, the Franchise, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't take it back. No, it ended up in my backyard for the longest time. Now it's in mine. Like, it was with like an anti-crime. Two, with a specter toque on. Mm, for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to get Ken to take it back. I even drove it over to his house and he wouldn't yeah. take it back. Now I'm stuck with this thing. Yeah. I'm waiting for somebody to steal it. There's a Buddha that has shown up at my house. Oh? There's a Buddha that has shown up at my house. Where is it? What's on the kitchen table right now. Oh, okay. You should put it outside. I'm not sure. How big a Buddha? Oh, it's, a, it's about that big of a Buddha. Oh, it would look lovely. I, I have a very similar one in my garden right now. No, it's an indoor Buddha. It's not an outdoor Buddha. Okay. I have a and, very, this one, right. and this one, we've actually looked it up. It's, it's, it's good luck for um, wealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wealth and getting pregnant. <laughs> really? Well. Well. One out of two ain't bad, eh? <laughs> Look at this, Jaylen and I. I know. Apparently, a ton of people have had odd uh, stuff stolen. How about this? I had my key tumbler punched out of my truck, so $6 of Canadian tire money could be stolen, <laughs> says Dan. Uh, someone stole my runners at Rabbit Hill. Uh, someone once kicked in our back door, stole, stole, stole all of my jewelry and an orange off the kitchen counter. <laughs> Unreal, says Danielle. Hmm. 
I was taking. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. I was taking my stool for for tests, and I put containers in a nice bag, and someone stole the stole the bag. <laughs> <A> stool sample. <laughs> um, had my cast iron frying pan stolen at Wobbleman Provincial Park uh, this July. This is Claire the Naked Gardener. It was too hot to put in the vehicle, so I put it underneath the cool down, and some mm, nabbed it. Snitched it. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> but this made me laugh. A friend of mine was working on a construction crew and his air nailer just stopped working. He walked out to where the compressor had been. It was gone. <laughs> he just unhooked it. It was actually he's actually using it at the time. That's hilarious. Somebody stole our safe at the farm. We only used it for grain samples and haven't used it for a few years, so there are only old samples in it that we don't need. We had a chuckle about the thieves opening the safe and finding nothing of value. Hmm. All right. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's a long one. Uh, Jay and Andrew, in May 2011, I was employed at the 109th Street running room around the same time as their sidewalk sale. Because those days started below freezing and jumped into the mid-teens, I wore a coat during the morning. Midday hit, I draped the coat over a barricade. 20 minutes later, I looked for my coat, and much to my displeasure, I learned from a customer some hobo had snatched it. While I had no personal information, only $3 and change in the coat, it was still a little bitter pill to swallow that I just made the hobo's mm -mm. upcoming winter that much more tolerable. Hmm. And from Red Deer, my seven-year-old had her flip-flops stolen at a hotel swimming pool. Joke's on them. She had a planter's wart. <laughs> <laughs> People talk about batteries being stolen, oh. but their tools were safe. They stole... How about the... Did you do the brother-in-law's house? No. My brother-in-law's house was broken into. They stole a roll of toilet paper... <laughs> and some nail polish, and there were many expensive items around the place. Hmm. Two oh. weeks ago, our church was broken into. They stole 10 dozen hamburgers from the freezer, and uh, the kids' Sunday school prizes. They left behind someone else's suitcases and a bunch of dirty magazines. Someone nicked my Costco freezer bag out of my cart in Costco two weeks ago, <laughs> Dave in St. Albert. Huh. I had a deformed two-headed calf who was born dead in the back of my farm truck. It was under a, a cover. Uh, my truck was stolen, and when it was recovered a week later, the two-headed calf was gone. <laughs> what? A good cast-iron frying, frying pan is worth its weight in gold. You are right. I would agree with that. Make sure it's seasoned properly. The beater car stolen? Mm. Did you read that? No. When we got it back, this guy had a beater car. When we got it back, we found a bunch of gouges in the ignition. From oh, yeah, I read that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And the cat's litter box? Nope, missed the cat's litter box. Um, the strangest thing taken was a cat's litter box. The dome over the top was broken, so I bought a new one and stuck the old one outside the back door. Hadn't even emptied it. They took the whole thing, litter and dropping, says Pam. Yuck. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.